seems cold and bleak and you just can't take it anymore. Here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rohit Woe. It's a hopeless show, with Aaron and Rohit Woe. Well, howdy ho, Aaron. Howdy ho, Rohit. What you doing? You know, I'm chilling. I uh, I'm glad to be doing this show. It's been a, a pretty hectic number of days in a good way. I uh, I went to San Francisco, France San Francisco. That was in Big Hero Six, right? San, San Francisco, and um, I uh, yeah, it was very cool. Had a uh, saw some friends and went and saw some great music in in uh, Golden Gate Park. Did you also manage to manage to roll into human feces and break into cars? No, man. <laughs> no, I've. Uh, I, I'm gonna say it again. I said it before. San Francisco, the rap that it gets versus what it is to be there. It is so fun. Like that city is uh, a very, very fun city, and it's. There's lots of. As I said, I think before. There's lots of other big cities I've been to in the last six months that. I'd way less rather go to than San Francisco. It's very fun. Had a great time. Everyone's very free loving there too, which I like. Mm -hmm. They got the best, uh, definitely the best terms of like, I love the hills. I love like the bay. I love all that shit. It's set up in a very, very nice way. The fog, all the, the, the architecture. It is pretty cool. And there's just cool things to go to. Like I happened upon a piano bar, like an underground piano bar with dueling pianos that was so fun and it was people of all ages just like jamming to these dueling pianos things like that like there's just hidden gems i want to go to a dueling guitar club why is there never dueling guitars uh you just invented it there mm. we go we're great that's the new way to get rich and love it one one thing that was very cool you never know when you see a musician uh live music which is why live music is the best what you what there is to expect what's possible what's going to happen at that at that event and in this case the foo fighters were playing which is always great i know you like love them Mm -hmm. too Mm -hmm. and they have a new drummer because of taylor hawkins untimely terrible death Mm -hmm. who played for devo uh nine inch nails and Michael Bublé. So when they introduced him, he did a Devo song that they started singing to, then a Nine Inch Nails song they started singing to, and then they started playing Michael Bublé, and then they're like, oh, we have a super fan in there. Are you sure you want to come up? Are you sure you want to come up, Dave Roll was saying, to, to come play with uh, with us? And he was like, yeah. So we see this guy walk up, and he turns around to the mic, and it's Michael Bublé singing like the, na 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 you know, the, like oh i think yeah i think i know that song yeah it's like his most famous song yeah yeah, yeah. so it was foo fighters jamming with michael buble was very very uh cool and i had a little you know uh instagram story moment where michael buble put up my post which is always an honor when when someone like that you know recognizes recognizes that i'm equally as important as him game recognized game dog yeah. yeah so that was that was cool what about you i, I know our theme is about 
yeah. something. Our, our theme is the summer and everything is ending. Um, mm. You know, this is the hopeless show, so we will have to bring you our dash of hopelessness in, 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 in our attempt to try and right size it. But yeah, summer is starting to wrap up. We just had our final guests um, for the summer. We've had three and a half months of guests. But I'm really sad because we had a great, great time. Uh, we went to Disney twice, went to Universal. We had like a routine morning breakfast. And, and then every night ended on the patio and just like had some beers and ate food and just hung out. So yeah, I do miss them very much already. Um, so now the house is very, is very quiet, um, but I guess it's back to work and summer's yeah. starting to wrap up, you know? Nah, feels, I think, I think yeah. summer's going into October. I hope so. Well, that, that is definitely a good teaser for our first topic. But beyond that, um, uh, Aaron. Oh, I do have one thing. You've got just, something about the summer. Ending yeah, there, there was almost something. something there was something tragic that happened, and I just need to bring it to everyone's attention. We have talked a lot on this show about the wonderful BYU Virgin Club on Instagram. It's a, uh, a club to promote virginity. And it, uh, they, they post, it's excellent what they post. I mean, every, I stand with everything they say. And if you've uh, listened to the show, you know some of their things. But uh, this is, this is the, what I heard. This is the post that, went, that happened is uh, um, they said, they said that the, the account was getting shut down. What? Yeah. And when I saw that, I was crushed because they should not let something as beautiful as the BYU Virgin Club get shut down. So I was very sad this last week, Rohit. Did they say why? I mean, can they we just speculate? Said they're they're going to have to shut down. Um, wow. They didn't really give a reason. But I, I bet but, you one of their mods got his dick wet <laughs> maybe um so but then this is why it's called the hopeless show because we do bring hope the next thing was the failed hacking attempt on our account only confirms that satan's forces are trying to stop us and end our campaign for virgin acceptance but they are back they were S satan tried to hack them but they are now back oh Hell yes. Pun not intended. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so for everyone worried about the BYU Virgin Club, they are still up and running. Please go follow them. We are big supporters of uh, virginity. Yeah. And yeah, these virgins fuck. <laughs> yeah. So I think that leads into topic one. Exactly. So topic one is talking about the summer and everything ending. Some sad news. Now, Aaron... Um, both, uh, you and I, I don't know if I speak for you, but I feel like I can. We care yeah. about the environment. We, oh yeah. Yeah. We like nature and trees. We like, you know, animals living cleanly. We love uh, vegetables. Yeah. We just want the f health and wellness of this planet. However, according to the guardian, um, and, uh, the EPA environmental protection agency, has approved a chemical 
with a threat level millions of times higher than the acceptable standard as it's been revealed. So what happened is Chevron has a component um, that approved that that they approved and the EPA approved, even though it could cause cancer in virtually every person exposed over a lifetime. Hmm. And the way it works is the threat level for the fuel ingredient, this is now they're adding an ingredient to their fuel, was deemed six times worse than the risk of lung cancer from a lifetime of smoking. By its own formula, the EPA determined that everyone exposed to it continually over a lifetime would be expected to develop cancer. Federal law requires the EPA to conduct safety reviews before allowing new chemical products onto the market. If the agency finds that a substance causes unreasonable risks to health or the environment, the EPA is not allowed to approve it without first finding ways to reduce that, reduce that risk. But the agency did not do that in this case. Instead, the agency decided its scientists were overstating the risks and gave Chevron the go-ahead to make the new boat fuel ingredient at its refinery in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Though the substance can poison air and contaminate water, EPA officials mandated no remedies other than required workers to wear gloves, records show. Um, this is uh, our EPA. I'm very sad. Yeah, what the hell? So, all right, well, we got to find hope. Um, yeah. I'm going to say this. This is, to me... Um, on a local and national level where it is very important to vote. And if anything is a reminder of that, it's climate. And to me, row it, me more, I like, this is my opinion on, uh, on voting and um, who we elect. There's, if there's one thing that's the most important thing, forget money, forget economy, forget rights of, whatever like you know lgbtq whatever people get mad and up in uproar about there's one thing that's more important than all of it because if it if we don't preserve it none of the other stuff matters because the planet is going away so when you go vote whenever the next voting cycle it's always in november i, I do know that um look at things like climate when you see who you're supporting on a local level on a state level on a national level look at that because the media projects certain issues as the problem when i think the climate is climate is the number one problem facing society it is the biggest thing if we don't protect our climate and protect things like this so that big corp can do whatever they want like give people cancer uh we aren't uh we aren't doing our due diligence. But how do we vote? Like, who do we vote for that will that will not do this? I mean, this was by Michael Regan. You know, he's the newest appointee. And I don't know if anybody cares because money, it seems, is far more important than the environment. All Chevron did was pad pockets. And that's how this got through. It's how does voting fix that, especially when both parties will just sacrifice the environment? Um, get it. I, I still like, I also look at it. We can only do so much. All we can worry about and do so many people project, so many people project onto others, their issues. When I like to focus on what I can do and what I can do in this case, from all I know about it so far, which is about three minutes worth is I know I can go vote and I can go look at who maybe supports the environment the most. 
and vote for them in, in on the local level and stuff like that. And beyond I agree. That, I agree. It just sucks when they lie to you. They say they support it. I, I think I'd rather only, vote for the person who at least is saying so. So at least there's a chance than the person who isn't. Yeah, but they all lie. I just think the proper remedy for this maybe would be just to take this chemical and just have the EPA test it in their own waters first. Um, yes, if they're so okay with it and everybody in the EPA from top down, they should say, okay, cool. You know, if this is okay to put into the world, we're going to do it, taste, taste it ourselves first, and then we'll get back to you once it's approved. This goes back to my idea of putting a dunk tank for every CEO for when they have a failure and letting everyone be able to dunk them. It's not going to happen. So, again, I just encourage our listeners or anyone I talk to, really, I say focus on what you, on yourself and what you can do because beyond that, all you're doing is wasting energy that... Um, that doesn't do anything to argue about it, to get frustrated about it. When we can vote, we can try to support other candidates. We can try to um, lobby ourselves if you so incline, but we, that's the most we can do. So to then, that's what I hope is more and more people become aware of it. We're bringing it up on this show so that more people can be conscious about it. So more people can realize that this is, these are the issues that matter most. Yeah, it's it's just so sad. It's like, but it's something vote. we can vote. But then in the end, we can corporate vote money. Corporate money is more powerful than our votes. And it always has been and it always will be. But there you're projecting on something that's beyond your taking, control. I'm just taking everything that's happened historically over the past. I don't know, since we've been alive and before we've been alive, corporate money is more powerful than a vote. You actually I'm going to give you no, I'm going to I'm going to go against that. Um, there has been a thing in California that I think has been fantastic. And it's because we voted in certain people who put this into effect is people can replace their front lawns with uh, like my folks did this with um, like like the sand dirt stuff that looks pretty cool. The sand dirt stuff that looks pretty cool. That was all lobbied for. That was put into effect. You get a tax rebate on it too. And that's the type of thing. It's while it's not, you know, the be all end all, it is a step that when you vote for the right people, that kind of thing gets put into place. And I think that was a brilliant initiative that's a step. And that yeah. wouldn't have existed without our votes. Sure. I, I'll give you that. But it, sometimes it feels like the votes will give us band aids, but the corporate money will give us the knife that they used to cut our throat. Well, I, I mean, I agree. Corporatism is the end of society. Yeah. But but I'm looking for hope, and the hope is these little things that we can do. Yeah, so ban all corporations and politicians. <laughs> and uh, so I, it looks like we have a... Oh, wait, do you have another piece of this, or is it Magamonday? Yeah, Monday that's just time? even more depressing. Um, I'll just byline that is the World Economic Forum, um, you know, that kind of has takes all leaders from across the world and kind of like for like a common, you know, mission. And you got leaders from all parties all over the planet. But Klaus Schwab, who's the head of it, his daughter, who's terrible teeth and is like, you know, pretty high in command. She says um, that permanent climate lockdowns are coming, whether you like it or not, and that the WEF is going to make sure they work with all the leaders across the country to institute climate lockdowns. Um, that will limit people in how they travel, limit people in where they work, and kind of um, really just sort of use the environment as a means to sort of 
um, and yeah, society. Yeah. So it was very cool. Very cool. So anyway, I don't want to talk about that further because I'm already depressed. Let's um, let's move into more positive things. So we always yes. do our MAGA Monday uh, segment, yes. um, no matter what day of the week it is. And we have a lot of MAGA Monday today. So I'm, I'm excited to talk about this. I know you have a bunch of topics, too. Yes. Again, we, uh, we like to bring to light all things MAGA, even though we are both not MAGA, um, just to... Uh, show show all sides to the equation so i have i have some big news first what do you got that i would like to uh, bring to your attention it gave me hope um new hampshire which is the uh i believe second state to do the primaries Mm -hmm. uh for when the uh voting starts for republicans big news came out of uh out of their their latest polling that Former New Jersey governor, Chris Christie, your governor, Rohit, Mm -hmm. the legend that is Chris Christie, has has taken the lead over Ron DeSantis, which for for uh, for Magas out there for me and for me, um, Chris Christie is highly entertaining. He gives crazy speeches and is pretty funny, very fat and uh I really, really fat, and I, I enjoy. I actually really enjoy when he talks. I just think it's he's funny. He 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 just can crack me up. And Ron DeSantis, I think, is like the wet blanket of all wet blankets. Boring. So yeah, yeah. And I disagree with basically everything he stands for. But beyond that, uh, he's just boring. And so I uh, really hope Chris Christie can overtake Ron DeSantis, like these polls say, and become a viable candidate because I think he'd be way more fun to watch. Uh, yeah. During he's actually, these. yeah, and despite, the, you know, he's also not coming from an uncheckered past, but including the whole uh, tunnel scandal. Oh, um, yeah. But he actually, when he was governor of New Jersey, he was, he was a pretty good governor. Yeah. Um, and he actually worked really closely with Cory Booker. They had a really yep. good relationship. It was like, he's bipartisan. I think if he and he's actually a, an, he's a, he became an anti-Trump guy, so that's to like, say the least. Which yeah, is what I was just saying. They fucking hate each other. Um, they so hate that'll each at least other. cause some fireworks. Great um, debate. Like like that's yeah. so. If Chris, do you, don't you think if Chris Christie can gain ground, which he obviously is gaining, that yeah, he's very used to gaining. <laughs> wouldn't that lead to great tell him versus Trump in a debate? Like if they were the two big leading candidates that'll be some must watch tv my god because chris christie unlike a bunch of these other losers and uh eh, am i allowed to say pussies i don't know if i'm allowed to anymore i think but, that that's a little too gendered maybe okay the, all these but yeah say it anyway the, who gives a all fuck all the all these penises hey, we call people dicks and pussies like who cares yeah all these yeah. dicks uh yeah. it i just uh they, none of them have had the gall or the strength or the to stand up to Trump, who's basically blasted all of them and called them all names. And at least Chris Christie has said, "No, screw that. You're, the, I hate you. <laughs> I love it." <laughs> yeah, uh, so it'll be entertaining. It'll be entertaining. So I have hope, and I, I know I know you have some <coughs> MAGA Mondays, but oh, yeah. I'm ex- I'm excited for I'm Team Christie. I, I'm with you on that very much so. Um, that, and I think what I want to do is sort of like try it this week, uh, expanding our definition of MAGA, where we think MAGA is more than just Donald Trump, but it's a mindset that is just so nationalistic. It's so ridiculous. It is so partisan. 
And in the end, it's just so off-putting. But it's actually practiced in other countries by other names um, and by Ooh. other people. Okay. So the first one we're going to talk about is this <laughs> is uh, uh, Oleski Danilov, the Ukraine Secretary of Defense. Okay. Um, here's his quote. Russians are Asians. Okay, fine. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people can say, okay. And the key difference between an Asian and a resident of Ukraine is the lack of humanity. He goes on to say, <laughs> it is not customary for Asians to help each other, treat each other with sympathy, help children. In general, he explained to everyone that Asians do not have humanity and empathy. Um, so. Wow. Wow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here, don't get me wrong. We support Ukraine in this. It's just really unfortunate when they tell that people <laughs> that I'm Asian and they say I'm I'm subhuman. Um, but you are. Does. I mean, you, you are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also true. But it's just I don't like them pointing it out. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> it's just like you don't have to say it. <laughs> people know. Uh, it's just rude. And... Like, you know, yeah, they got the whole, you know, as of Nazi battalion, but let's ignore that. Not everybody's perfect, but it's just like, guys, can you guys stop being Nazis for just a second? Because we're we, too are, we have your side. We are on your side. What the fuck? And that quote could just as easily be made by a MAGA. So that's exactly you're, you're, why you're, I put you're this, very, yeah. you're very right. Uh, all right. Keep going. Cause uh, yeah. this is uh, fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So the next one is. Uh, about, um, you know, I will try and have a Canada topic every week. Yeah, um, I, I'm aware. Yeah, so Bill C-18, that was passed like a year and ago. And for those who don't know, who haven't listened to this show yet, I am Canadian. I'm yeah. also American. I'm both. Yeah. So, so uh, Rowan enjoys this. Yes, I accept Aaron for all of Canadianness. Um, <laughs> like, I never minded Judaism. I never minded other people. But just like the Canadian thing took me a lot to get over but I'm really proud of myself for getting over that barrier. Oh, really? Um, Just so we could be friends? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, I always wanted a Canadian friend. Now I, <laughs> now I that I understand you anyway. So, uh, but you C-18, kind of wanted me to like to put on a leash and just walk a Canadian around the block kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> put on a leaf. Um, a leaf. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Keep going. Anyway. So uh, bill C 18 that was passed in Canada. What, it, what essentially what it said is that on Facebook, and social media, uh, specifically targeting Facebook, that Facebook, when people share like a CBC, a Canadian Broadcasting Channel article, right? The CBC says, okay, you used our article. Now, Facebook, you got to pay us. And Facebook's like, what? This is social media. People share links. And at the time then, um, Google said, fine, we're removing links uh, or news links in Canada. So there's, so Meta ended a contract for journalism uh, fellowship, right? Uh, that happened in February. So then... Um, now there's a CBC and media groups as a competition bureau to investigate Meta's move to block news in Canada because they're saying, oh, hey, face Meta is blocking news. How dare they? And Facebook's like, you're making us pay. No other country makes people pay to share links. And so now um, there's a bit of a battle is that can Canada force Facebook slash Meta to share news links and not unban them. But that means they also have to force them to pay. So that's kind of the idiocy that's happening in Canada right now. And that's- I love um, it. I love it. I think that uh, CBC is great. Um, I am not being paid to say this, and I have not been on CBC a couple times. 
<laughs> so uh, I think it's great, and I hope they win because, and I have I have no ties to them at all. <laughs> Fair, great. Okay, moving on to the final bit of MAGA. MAGA isn't just necessarily to, you know tied to one political party. It often is, but it's not necessarily. Uh, according to AP, um, just uh, days ago, the Arizona Democrats, they lost a lawsuit that was looking to block the No Labels political party under the grounds that uh, it would... That's Andrew give, Yang's party? No, no. This is just a third party for people that say that they're independent. They don't belong to Republicans or Democrat. Um, okay. And why they, are they banned then? They uh, the Democrat says that um, the Democrats are. Con- let's see. Secretary of State Adrian Infantes properly recognized No Labels as a political party earlier this year. Um, blah 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 blah. blah. The Democrat Cooper rejected Democratic claims that there were deficiencies in the paperwork No Labels filed, but said she may allow Democrats to refile the lawsuit with new arguments and. The Arizona judge has rejected the Democratic State Party's lawsuit targeting the new No Labels Party, which many Democrats fear will boost former President Donald Trump's bid to return to the White House. The big thing is like, hey, this is going to split the vote, right? And a a third party in in Arizona. Like, so what they're doing is they're just going to their paperwork saying, you didn't fill this paperwork out properly. Oh, you didn't have this and that. So they're trying to do whatever they can to stall it. But the judge fortunately upheld. If we're going to have a democracy, people need to be able to freely affiliate. Um, with party of their choice. So it is a pretty fascist move to try and like use legal technicalities and the legal system to block parties from existing. Um, so no labels has now gained ballot access in Alaska, Colorado, and Oregon. Um, and Arizona is the latest one that they are fighting for. So, uh, well, that's the big yeah. one. Cause Colorado and Oregon won't matter, but, uh, nope, you're and correct. Alaska won't matter either because correct. that's a red, Thing. Correct. But uh, Arizona is a swing thing. Yeah, where Joe Biden went by less than 10,000. And the, the DNC is like, uh, that's too close. We can't let another third party. But I don't care who, if it was Republicans blocking this, Democrats, but I don't care. You, you don't try and stop the will of the voters. Um, well, I'll tell so, you this. Well, while I am rooting in Arizona for, I just don't want anything to help Trump. But I, I don't even think he's going to be the nominee anymore. So, uh I agree. I agree with you that that shouldn't happen. So I, uh, yeah. I'm glad you brought these. These are interesting magas, and I appreciate you bringing other magas to our attention that yeah. aren't just like the main magas. Because maga is like very symbolic for fascism, and fascism exists in many forms. And yeah. I think it's important we bring attention to that. We're not going to move together until we identify our own blind spots. Yeah, and maga really has become that. Yeah. It's, it, it stands for the worst of the worst. And even uh, the new the new indictments of Trump where he's trying to, like, wriggle the Georgia election and get, send electors and stuff. That's something that we've heard happens in other places and with other things. And now it's happening here. But it actually happens. And there's even this Arizona thing. There's a lot of, of places where people are doing that and it should never be allowed. Obviously, the Georgia thing should not be allowed and then these other places things like that should not be allowed either right on brother right on all right uh, moving on uh then we've got a sports update Ooh, oh, this is a quick we, one we by the way just uh, to say about our we have uh, a, f- a bunch of big topics uh hope fulfilled probably being the biggest and so uh <laughs> 
That's a good teaser. Good teaser. So, uh, we'll, we'll, but we'll keep going with sports. Yeah, yeah. This will be a quick one because uh, we have one of our biggest topics. I think we're going to have this whole year. That is Aaron's big topic, too, and that is sports related. But we're just going to tease that for now. But I just wanted to bring something really interesting, Aaron. Because, you know, when we were kids, right? Do you remember when Alex no. Rodriguez signed? We were not kids. We were young. But he signed, like, was it like a, was it a 10-year contract or something like that? That was like 200-something million. Um, I don't know. But, yes, and at the time, I trust we like, your memory. He was like, we're like, he's going to get paid $25 million a year? Are you crazy? No. Like, like at the time, it was the most insane thing. And nowadays, you know, I love him. But, yeah, Daniel Jones is getting $40 million from the New York Giants. It's and like, he okay. sucks. <laughs> he doesn't suck, but he's – but you can just see how the value of sport contracts has changed and gone through the roof. The value of teams has gone through the roof. Well, I want to tell you, Aaron, and our listeners, I don't know if you've been following, but Neymar – Soccer great signed a new contract. Um, With and he the said Saudis? to enjoy it's Saudi Arabia yeah, joining Al Hilal. Do you want to know? He's got some perks that he negotiated. Do you know what some of these perks are? Tell me. Okay. So I also your hate, contract. I understand and I'd probably take the deals too with the Saudis, but it's oh it's dirty money. Oh, here, let me tell you. As someone that has a person of principle and conviction, <laughs> yeah. I am for sale. <laughs> okay. Same. Yeah. I stand there's, for I stand for everything, but there's there always a price. Nobody whose campaign I won't work on, nobody <laughs> who I won't help make merch for or whatever. Um, I don't care how bad they are if they pay me well. Rowan, um, one million dollars for three months of work on AOC's campaign. When do I start? <laughs> there I we go. Have, I can have about ten ideas to you by the morning. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's so, that easy. <laughs> very easy, honestly. And, and, I, and I, I'm just... You can ask me the same question if you want. Ask me something. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, $1 million, Donald Trump re-election. Uh, so will you ship me the MAGA hat or do I have to go buy one myself? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, we're j- hey, people, honesty is also part of healing. Uh, <laughs> so let me tell you uh, quickly about some of these perks, which I would ask our listeners... Because we are believers in labor. Aaron and I believe in fighting for, for unions. We believe in fighting for people um, and to stand up for what they, their rights are. We think that everyone should be getting the same perks as Neymar in their jobs. Ready? Yes. So uh, he will have a, um, a enormous sprawling mansion with a dedicated staff. Good. He will earn 80,000 euros for each Al-Halal win. He gets a half million, sorry, not euro. Yeah, yeah, half million euro incentive for every social media post he makes endorsing Saudi Arabia. Oh, God. Yep. Okay. (laughs) So he he might get killed, but he's going to at least be making money. Oh, yeah. He even has a private jet on a runway on demand to go anywhere at any time whenever he wants. These are just some of the perks that all of us daily workers should be asking for. When I make my place. film deals, I don't get this stuff. I know. It's, it's, yeah. So this is the new standard of I'm happy to post a sep- Go Saudis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 500 grand. Send it. <laughs> we agree with everything Saudi Arabia stands for. Yeah. Pay us. Yeah. 500,000 bucks. Give me money. 
So, uh, so all right. Yeah. Well, I'm so going to start neg- renegotiating my contracts. Yeah, exactly. Big shout out to Neymar for being a man of the people and really helping the worker through and establishing a new level of worker rights. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. um, all right. Gives me hope for future contracts for myself and you. Yes, exactly. And all our listeners, remember to put these in your contracts. $500,000 for a Saudi post. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, we've got hope in 60 because we got to get to some of these other. Topics. Yes, yes, yes. These will be quick. It'll be exactly three minutes. Um, Aaron, I think I, all three are mine. So maybe you set the timer uh, if you have your phone handy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I no, do. I can do it because you have to other 30 seconds. I got it. I got it. I'll, I'll go back to our normal formula. Um, OK, the first one is. And go. Um, all right. So Diane Feinstein, we know she's been serving uh, in office for a while and she's done a good job for many times, but she's 90, but she's she now seated. started power. when the Civil War ended. <laughs> she's now seated power attorney to her daughter, but is still serving in Congress. This seems kind of weird. How do we sort of work around this and what, what's up? I don't think there's a workaround we need to do. I think there's a workaround that God is going to do. <laughs> And with 30 seconds to spare, <laughs> that's all we needed, folks. Um, great. Moving on. That was our quickest hope in 60 ever. Ever. Um, okay, next one. Google uh, is now in a attempt to lure employees back to the office is offering a special on-campus hotel in Mountain View, California. Mm. This on-site hotel has been offered to employees at a rate of $99 per night and was created with the hopes of making it easier for Googlers to transition to the hybrid workplace. What the fuck? People are going to be getting laid. <laughs> oh, shit. You're actually right. I guess. But imagine this. It's like you're already so overworked. It's not like they're proper. They could be like, hey, listen, we're going to pay for some vacation time. No, they built a hotel so you could sleep at work. Hey, little Johnny. Like, hey, mommy, daddy. Where was I made? At the Google Hotel. <laughs> yeah. So I guess some Googlers getting their Spooglers all over the sheets. Um, some Spooglers. All right, next one. <laughs> uh, next one. All right. So that, wow, we are under a minute for both of these. The last one is, Aaron, I don't know if you saw this video, but there was is two Californian, uh, there was a Sikh-owned 7-Eleven. Shocker. Um, <laughs> and there was this cracked out dude that went in behind the counter and started ripping out, like taking all the cigarettes, breaking all their shelves, just stealing everything. They're like, please stop, please stop, you know? And he just starts cursing that, says, I'm gonna kill you. So on the way out, uh, as he's getting out, he's just stealing all this shit. And meanwhile, the guy recording, he's like, yo, give me some free shit. Uh, one of the Sikh owners uh, just starts taking a huge wooden stick and just starts beating the shit out of this guy. Um, and it made me very happy to watch. But now, uh, these two Sikh guys, um, they are they were arrested for assault and now they might be facing punishment instead of the guy that was stealing all the shit and that's why we're recording this where Rohit is recording from jail <laughs> what <laughs> well you're one of that the owners many... you're one of the owners oh right? yeah that's true yeah um i'm firmly a, f- a fan of if, if someone is no that's ridiculous they should not like they're defending their store or you you were yes. defending your store it's uh, it's just not fair. Like, no, come on. I, there should be a live stream. It should be like, like there should be an OnlyFans, but for independent shop owners beating the crap out of shoplifters. I'll, you um, know what? I'll use a personal story right now. This one you'll like yeah. because it's, it's in San Francisco. So 
I was in San Francisco. In San Francisco, if you've not been there, public transit is great. So you can take these muni buses and BARTs and things everywhere. So that's sort of how you get around there. You can yeah. Uber, but it's really easier to just take the public transit. So I was on a bus going to the park and uh, on the muni bus. It's like the electric. I think it's electric. And um, this guy kept... Uh, he just, he was, you know, he, he was, a, as, as happens in most cities, there's a few people who have done a few too many drugs, and he was on the bus, and he just kept screaming, and this is a quote, stanky pussy. He just kept <laughs> screaming it. Stanky pussy! And, like, I thought it was funny. Um, others on the bus thought it was pretty funny. He seemed pretty adamant that someone on the bus... Uh, deserve to be called this so then i was like looking at him kind of laughing whatever and uh and then he was this dog barked at him this other guy had a dog and like a very nice guy and he the dog barked at him because he was just be, like being yeah like yeah. Dog, just, the dog's like i agree yeah so the guy then like started to get off the bus and walked right past me and looked at me and he started to huck a loogie and and so i got my fist ready and he actually then didn't, he like hucked the loogie next to me so it didn't get on me. Oh. And then he left. But I was, I was like, he was going to get an elbow or a fist to the face. It was yeah. like split seconds. If that got on me, Ooh. I was going to uh, have to do what I had to do. And the idea, yeah. the idea that I would have, could have just like these. Uh, 7-Eleven owners, I could have then gotten arrested for defending myself is absurd. Like, yeah. I don't get it, and I almost had that happen to me a couple of days ago. And, uh, yeah. but, I mean, that, granted... That's assault with a bodily fluid. Like, that dude could have had some crazy diseases. He could, like, you know, it's... Yeah, and, and look, the, any, you know, I see crazy people all the time. It just so happened he decided, like, and he it, he j it went right next to me. So, yeah, I really am... For the Seven uh, Eleven owners, because I almost would have had a situation on my hands that who knows what would happen. Uh, All right, Aaron. Uh, just to wrap up this topic, what is the least amount of money you would take? Mm -hmm. Five for bucks for that. For that, would I imagine the, like a green, yellow, white, maybe with flecks of red? I saw it. It was next to me. It was white. Um. And okay. And like. I'm assuming it was kind of gelatinous, a bit firm. Because, mm. you know, some good loogies do have a good thickness to them. Yeah. What is the least amount of money you would have take, taken for him to spit that directly into your mouth and you swallow it? Oh! <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh. <sighs> like, oh someone God. with a checkbook standing right there. Oh. 100 grand? Wow, that's less than I thought. For so me? Let, me, let me ask you. Remember, you just when you said checkbook next to you, I'm just like, okay, that's disgusting. I'm not going to probably get any diseases uh, from one loogie. I might puke. I probably I would, would vomit. Puke. Just try to envision it. Like, just like, oh, like I would yeah. probably go puke, but then I'd immediately have a hundred grand. You'd have to swallow it. You'd have to swallow. and then I'm puke. Like, yeah, because uh, like it like going down your tongue, like you're like swallowing it, and then like you have to like get the rest of it down, but like your spit is like. Oh. But then I immediately have a hundred grand cash just there. Yeah. yeah. 
I think I wouldn't I, want cash. I would take the check. Um, or the check, and, and then I would. Yeah, because I don't want to walk around the, the Mooney with, <laughs> with that much money. No, I would just go to the bank, deposit it, and uh, yeah. take out money and go, and then immediately go drink a ton so that I forget about it. Yeah, I would actually go right to the emergency room. Um, okay, so and, how much would it take for you then? 500000 Really? Yeah. Not a hundred. All right. Well, I'm a yeah, cheaper date. Uh, yeah, I'm sure some of our listeners will be like ten million. I'm like, nah. <laughs> right there, a hundred grand to just have, and like, I don't know. That's, that's what. Uh, and then I, I would want that, and then I'd ask the man for some of his crack. Yes. Oh my God. Well, I'm sure you feel it in your bloodstream anyway from just from that loogie. Um, so disgusting, uh, but. A hundred grand's a hundred grand. So the question had to be asked, and I know everybody was thinking it, but I just had to vote. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> all right. Topic two. This is yes, big this, topic. And this is I'm warning in advance. This is controversial, but I don't think it should be. And yes. and also we are a comedy show. Yes. So there <laughs> might be some jokes made that are a little yeah. off color. Um, all right, let me explain the situation first. So, and especially for non-baseball fans, non-baseball fans. Although I think this story's transcended to be on lots of more than just. It's definitely more than just a sports story at this point. I yeah. believe um, oh, it will be. Yeah, if not already, I think it already is. Yeah. Um, so, uh, there, uh, the Attorney General of the Dominican Republic says that there was a complaint filed by a minor against Wander Franco. A cor- Wander Franco is a very young, new baseball star. He's like 22, 22 years old. 22 years old. He's been in the league a couple years, but he's already, a, a, I'd say, you know, a B-level star. He's not like in the A-level level yet, but he's getting there. Um, mm-hmm. According to the Attorney General to the DR, it's another young woman, not the one on social media. I don't actually know. Oh, yeah, that's a follow-up. That's a follow-up. Okay, so but all, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I Let's don't even know original. that. Yeah. So there's yeah. there was a girl who's on social media who uh, apparently Wander Franco, who's 22, was having um, an affair with who is uh, supposedly 14 years old. So obviously, to preface this, I I don't know about Rohit, but I am against anyone who is having sex with minors it is wrong it is a crime it is terrible it should not be done unless they're a minor themselves unless they're a minor themselves then fuck all you want but i am firmly of the mindset especially when these kind of you know sensational big stories come out innocent until proven guilty there are accusations we don't know what's behind it or anything. So I then decided to, on a chain that Rohit and I are both on, I decided to uh, send some info about the woman because, or the, the girl because I started to get a little question. I, I was at least curious of all the information. This woman who says she's 14 has a 17-month-old old, old kid already. And posts a lot of uh, videos of her, you know, not qu- yeah. not quite acting fourteen. And I just sent them as check this out. I immediately offended everyone on the chain as though I was committing some sort of uh, child 
Like you're all abuse. putting us on a list. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, no, I'm just saying, I just, my point was, what if she lied to the guy? What if this player had no clue? She's got a 17-month-old kid. She doesn't look like a little kid um, in any way, shape, or form. And what if she just told him she's 18 or 19? Uh, yeah. We don't. And he kn- himself being 22, you're like, okay, cool. That's just a few-year difference. That's like that's like people in college dating each other, freshman dating a junior or senior. You know, like I did that. What happens? Yeah. Um, not that. Not wait, wait. I I did. I did. Like you know, I was an older classman dating a younger classman. Yeah, not, sure, sure, yeah. Not a fourteen-year-old. Let me be clear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I'm just saying, there's a, like, let's see what happens because there are some facts in this case that seem like maybe he just didn't know. Like, yeah. it's very easy, and you're a baseball player. The w- women are, you know, it's probably not very hard for him to have different sexual encounters, and he just might have thought she she might have just said she's 18. And is he supposed to check her passport? I don't know. So I was sending this. I got immediately accosted for even sending alternative uh, info when they were already saying that he was uh, guilty. So this all made me feel hopeless. Rowan, what are your thoughts? I mean, first of all, I just want to do some some also some further accounting. Um, okay, so this girl's 14. She's a 17-month-old. Yeah. Okay. Then that takes nine months to have a baby. Yeah. How old was she when she conceived? Like 11? Like, what the absolute fuck is happening in the Dominican Republic, man? But, like but 11 that, years? Well, I mean, we could also, you know, Alabama, Arkansas. There's a lot of places. Yeah, sure, down, sure. But, but, but then Wander Franco, who's 22, has two children with his wife. Um, oh, he does? And one of them is age seven, and he's 22 years old. And Wait, what? One. Yeah. <laughs> so he had one son in 2018 and another in 2022. So uh, here's the thing with that then, too. If if she's saying she's got a kid who's 17 months old, she again, like, it doesn't look like she's a little kid. Not that there's judgment of what different people look. And it just, she doesn't po- post as though she's a 14-year-old. She has a kid. What do you think, Rowett? I mean, well, first I think it's hilarious that his mistress, potential mistress, is closer in age to his seven-year-old son than is to him. Yeah, uh, fair. <laughs> so, but the second thing is there was something that popped up today. I think he started to, to read into this a little bit in the link that I put in our show notes. Um, a court. This is the latest news that the attorney general of the Dominican Republic, as you started to, uh, to say, said that there's a second complaint filed by a whole different minor against Wander Franco. And it's another young woman and not the one on social media. So potentially. Yeah, but but I, but before we go to that, I want to know what your thoughts are on me sending info to just say that before that, because I didn't know about the second case even. Oh, sure, 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 sure. I don't think, I think sharing information is fine. You, what, what, you weren't sharing anything that wasn't already on news and it was on Twitter. It wasn't something. It wasn't graphic. It was like the same pictures that the news was reporting and screenshotting everywhere. And so, I was just saying, what if he was lied to? What if he did, just didn't know? I mean, in the court of law, which we found is different than the court of public opinion. Um, the court of law says, you know, um, you must believe or give both sides a chance to prove. It's not about proving innocence. It's about proving guilt. Yeah. Right. 
That's how the law works. The court of public opinion believes the other way. Um, and we've seen that kind of backfire, um, like with like Matt Arazia or Azaria, that, that kicker for the Cardinals, mm. um, that, that orgy that he was part of with the minor ended up the minor that he was sleeping with admitted to, uh, lying about her age. And, um, so he had no idea that she was 17. That's my, that's the thing. So like, is what I'm saying wrong to say that, that like, maybe he was lied to, like, what's wrong about that? It honestly, that's the problem with discourse today. It's not, there's nothing wrong with saying it, but these days playing devil's advocate feels riskier and more dangerous than ever and, and it shouldn't have to be. So should I be denied my free speech to just say that this is also possible when everyone mm-hmm. else was already saying he's guilty when that all no that's human, been happened is uh, as an accusation? No human should ever be denied their free speech in any situation. So ever. did I do anything so wrong? You did nothing wrong. Thank you. I feel um, but I think, But I think these days it's all about knowing your audience and it seems, you know, Maybe some people just don't want to have to deal with the possibility of being on the wrong side of the pitchforks. Fair. You know, or, yeah. And I think, you know, we were wrong. I'm, do you remember when the Boston bomber happened? Uh, I don't know, it was like 10 plus years ago, right? And um, Big Reddit, Poppy. Big Poppy. Yes, that guy. Yes, yes. No, But during the Boston Marathon, all those people were killed with like a... With a um, with a rice cooker or pressure cooker. Um, and Reddit had successfully identified the culprit. Ends up it wasn't the right people. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that led to an internet manhunt for these people and it was just a disaster. So we've seen time and time and time and time again, the internet will be judge, jury, executioner. Yeah. And at the same time, even showing a, a acknowledgement for due process is seen as almost you're as guilty as a person that is being accused and that's sick yeah thank you thank you so i'm innocent (laughs) yes however in this case wander franco may not be and we're going to find out more because um it looks like yeah the second accuser was very old she was 17 um compared to his 14 year old mistress um, so, but another thing that popped in was that the mother of this 14 year old, she, she plays some role in all of this. Um, and it appears there's people saying that she might've been grooming her daughter for a big payday. So it's like the mother, some, there's some speculation that the mother lied about the age, got the girl to agree. Then the girl hooked up with Wander and then revealed she was 14 to get a big payout. Right. Ooh. So that's. But one of the storylines we're seeing popping, we don't know. I'm just restating things that we're seeing. But whatever it is, it's like, bro, you are you just signed like a hundred twenty-eight million dollar contract. You could get so many girls over the age of eighteen. So many. So many. So it's and yes. he's a good-looking dude. He's well-built, successful baseball player. Speaks Spanish. Rohit's like, why didn't he come for me? Yeah. Listen, I got a price. We already agreed upon this. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So okay, Rowan, I have a question for you. What do you got? Um, you asked one for me. So how much money would 
it take for you to allow Wander Franco to sleep with you? Oh, no. It's, it's a oh. question all the listeners were thinking and, yeah. and wanting to know. Honestly, that I don't know if I could because, and it's not, obviously, that's just not my interest. And How much? A million bucks right now. You have a million bucks. You have to go down on Wander Franco. Oh, God. No, uh, shit. I said I had a price and I joked I had a price. Now maybe I don't. I don't know. It's just. Five mil. You get five mil. God, I don't know if I could do it. I think you're a homophobe. I don't think I am, but <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, what, what would, what would be your price? You haven't answered yet. <laughs> no, no, no. You have, you can't just add, I answer, I answered the question. All right, let's, we have a next segment. It's uh, from 4chan for oh, love before our, okay, filled, okay. before, our hope filled, yeah. before our biggest topic of the day, the hope fulfilled. So uh, Woo, Rowan, why don't okay, you, why don't on. you go to from 4chan with love? Yes. Yeah, so from 4chan with love, one of our favorite new segments. Um, this one is about watermelon. So there's a 4chan <laughs> post. Um, this actually goes back to 2014, but it's an oldie but goodie. So, B20. Heard you can fuck watermelons. <laughs> Buys personal watermelon. Cuts a round hole. Starts fucking watermelon. Took like 40 minutes. Not much better than fapping. Felt shame. Buried melon in a shallow grave. <laughs> Come summertime, melons grew in backyard. Family eats them. You don't want any melon, Anon? No. Never had watermelon since. <laughs> wow. That story took so many, so many twists and turns. I did not expect uh, the watermelons to grow and then the family to eat. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, all right. So we have a hopeful filled Rohit. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you lead it off? With uh, the, big, yeah. the big topic. This is the big news, and it's, it's heavy news for some people. <laughs> um, but um, from the big game, Super Bowl LVII, whatever that is, yeah, 57? Yeah, I think it's yeah. 69. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's got to be something like 57. I don't know. Uh, whatever L is, but I know VII is 7. Um, yeah, I think it's 57. Anyway, Lizzo has reportedly been dropped from Super Bowl consideration amid a lawsuit. Um, and this is going back to our last episode where, uh, yeah, she fat shamed, uh, forced people, forced her dancers to uh, fillet a banana that was in a sex worker's vagina um, in public, um, was and a bunch of other stuff. So yeah, she's kind of getting her little cancellation phase right now going. Um, and even before, the thing is, the funny thing is they haven't announced who's performing at Super Bowl halftime. I've never seen it before where somebody was announced that they're not performing at halftime before anybody was announced that they were actually performing. So it's kind of funny. Um, oh, wait. I just got a big AP alert on my phone. It says, AP News, this just in, 
Aaron and Rohit are not performing at the halftime show. <laughs> oh, no. Now the second and third bands from Super Bowl happened <laughs> yeah. before the lineup has been announced. Um, well, it, it was overdue for us, Aaron. Yes, but oh. for Lizzo, man, I love this. This makes me very hopeful <laughs> because Lizzo has stood for something that she obviously is the opposite of, and I hate that double standard that she's been in every yep. body positivity and this, and that. she's been on all magazines and stuff, and it turns out she's the exact thing that she was pretending to hate against, and she's actually the bad person. She's the bad thing. Yes. Often the people that are so fucking like evangelistic about certain things, they're doing that to cover up their own sort of behavior. And I don't know. My final straw with her was when she went to, I think it was Lakers game maybe. And she sat like courtside and you know, those courtside seats, they have like the cushioning in them. They're like foldable chairs, but they're foldable chairs with, with like a seat pad in them. Yeah. But she sat in jeans with the ass cheeks cut out and just leaving like sweaty ass cheeks, like exposed ass cheeks on a fucking seat. Like she had like a full jean clothing, but just her ass cut out. So I have a question for you. I have a question. This is an honest question for you. Just, I'm going to pick another name. Um, Who am I going to pick? Margot Robbie. If, let's just say, I'm just thinking, because I just want to just get your perspective. Let's say it was Margot Robbie sitting on that chair with her ass showing and the ass cheeks. Uh, What would your thoughts be? Yes. This concludes also, this, nice. Yeah. This this concludes another episode of the Hopeless Show. Uh we hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh I, I hope we're not canceled for these pushed so many limits today. This is a comedy show. It's a comedy show. We pushed so many limits today. Uh Rowan, I'm I'm looking forward to the next one. And we do have some guests coming up too that hopefully I'm gonna secure one tomorrow. That's uh, it's uh, we've announced that it won't be Lizzo. It won't be Lizzo. So we're joining the Super Bowl, <laughs> and it, it probably won't be Margot Robbie either. So, with that, Aww. thank you for listening. I'm Aaron. He's Rohit, and uh, just remember, hope is dope. When the world seems cold and bleak, and you just can't take it anymore, here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shines through the dark. It's a hopeless show with Aaron.